0: Curtis Leewa Curtis Lewa. Rip and Read Check this out This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis about Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Leewa This is the Rip and Read Now what you hear is
1: not a test I'm rapping to the beat my friends are going to try to move your feet. You see, I am one of mine, and I like to say hello. I'm to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, the purple and yellow. But first, I got a bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie. Say, up, jump, the boogie to the bang, bang, look Let's rock, you don't stop. Rock the rhythm, that i make your body rock. Well, so far, well, you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends.
2: I'm wow, on this day, the ladies and gentlemen, my man, hey. Not far from where Bernard McGurk grew up in the Monroe Housing Projects. That's why I touched the plaque that has been posted in this Bernard McGurk studio. It honors his uh, untimely passing because of prostate cancer. Last year, we must never forget. But you talk about somebody who grew up in the boogie-down Bronx in the hood. That was our own Bernard McGurk. And back in 1980, just one year after I started the Guardian Angels in the Bronx up on East Fordham Road and Webster Avenue at the Mickey D's that I was night manager of, the Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight that you're listening to now became hip-hop's first top 40 hit. And all of a sudden, hip-hop began to blow up, and it all started with this song that was dropped back on this day. In 1980, and the other reason, Lou, that I played this song is it's a form of Prozac to uh, Mayor Eric Adams' swagger man with no plan. Because, uh, boy, he was unhinged yesterday. He was completely unhinged. So, you see, if we play this music, it's about the only thing that he's given any attention to is the fact that he has been christened, he has been anointed, he has been enshrined as
1: what? We have a hip-hop mayor.
2: That he is the hip-hop mayor. Can I hear that
1: again, Lou? We have a hip-hop mayor.
2: Uh, who is dedicated to taking our hard-earned tax dollars and putting it into a South Bronx hip-hop museum that still hasn't opened up. They just got money from this latest wave of money printed at the Federal Reserve on behalf of uh, the Schmuck, the Chucky Chuck Cheese, Schumer, and Lou... Um, you know, you look at 990s. Uh, I run a nonprofit, the Alliance of Guardian Angels, Inc., and if anybody has given more than $25,000, if you're a 501c3, it has to be listed. And this hip-hop museum that Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, keeps talking about, he's giving our money to, now there's federal dollars going to it. I notice that in looking at their nine ninety because they are a 501c3. Lou, I don't see any of the big guys in rap contributing. Jay-Z, he's a billionaire now. P. Diddy, he's on the cusp of being a billionaire. Uh, obviously, Nas. We could go through a whole list who have become financially successful. The question is, why have they not made a donation that's tax-deductible to the Hip Hop Museum in the South Bronx? Maybe they know something about the board of directors. The CEO, the CFO, the COO, there may be uh, <laughs> the rest of society doesn't know about. Do I do I hear, Lou, that maybe the guy who wanted to be the hip-hop mayor before Eric Adams? Uh, Diaz Jr. of the Bronx, probably getting some money out of this. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm putting my schnoz right into it. I'm going to find out. Uh, Diaz Jr., who was the borough president of the Bronx, I will bet you follow the money. Follow the money here. But I digress. Yesterday, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, completely lost his cool at a press conference. You can see he's unnerved. You can see that he's unhinged. When he started to rant about his very dear friend, Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope who single-handedly took a Miley Cyrus wrecking ball and destroyed the city that we so loved in eight years. For the first time, he decided to attack de Blasio and those who served in his administration.
1: I am so tired of the previous administration and their antics. Marsha, we've been in office for one year, and I am hearing the previous administration attack us on Rikers. They wanted to see Rikers closed down, that they failed at. They attack us on the Department of Health and what we did around COVID. They were constantly, we were months into office, mostly two months into office, and they were criticizing everything we did we kept the schools closed. We should have closed them. We kept the mand- uh, we They wanted a mass mandate. We said, no, we want to get our economy open. Everything we do, the previous administration, I don't remember an administration in history that says we want a full front to assault in the first year of an administration.
2: <laughs> oh, he was unhinged. And then he went on to say that he reached out to his very dear friend, Bill de Blasio.
1: I called Bill the other day. I said, Bill, what's going on?
2: Yo, man, Eric, man, these buds, me and Charlene, got at this new legal pot shop in Greenwich Village. They're the bomb, man. I'm telling you, I never thought that legal weed grown in New York State, Charlene, yeah, puff, puff, fast. I never thought that it could be anywhere as good as what has been sold to us by our Rastafari guy on 7th Avenue and 11th Street. I mean, man, that sense that he had... He had from Cali, Cali. Man, this is the bomb. You should try it, Eric.
1: The guy's an expert on everything. No matter what we do, all of a sudden, y'all say, okay, let me let me find someone to critique Eric Adams. You talk to everybody, and everybody says, no, we think Eric did the right thing. Oh.
2: No, no, not everybody. Come on, Lou. Uh, y- you know it's when he gets into that, that hood rap. Y'all, y'all. Hey, Eric, I criticize you every day here on WABC in every forum I have. What the hell are you talking about? Is this revisionism? But he goes on with his unhinged rant against his very dear friend, Bill de Blasio, and the administration that he had nothing but high things to say during the eight years that they destroyed this city.
1: And this guy, I'm going to attack Eric for everything. And you guys act like this guy is credible. Who cares what he thinks? (laughs) Oh, yeah,
2: that's about me, Lou. Okay, can I hear that again?
1: Can I hey, hear this it? guy, I'm going to attack Eric for everything. And you guys act like this guy is credible. Who cares what he thinks? <laughs> no, she always laughing
2: like I'm a person of no consequence. But he goes on. He goes on to attacking de
1: Blasio. They had eight years to do their job eight years to fix rikers eight years to deal with crime eight years to do with education eight years to do do with uh early childhood education for children with disabilities eight years to fix nature they had all the time to do their job
2: how quickly he forgets do you remember Macedonia and phil when you were in your own drug-induced psychosis at your pad in Bushwick? In that last debate that I had with Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan on the stage of Channel 7 Eyewitness News, and we were asked towards the end of the debate, what kind of letter grade would you give the de Blasio administration over their last eight years? Listen to Eric Adams a year ago as he became the number one sickle fan, Tony and Lackey of the Blasio eight years.
1: Knowing how important education is, I say this all the time, if you don't educate, you'll incarcerate. Uh, what he has done with pre-K and 3K laid the groundwork of what I would like to build on because I believe uh, education is pregnancy through profession. I think that was a real success. And I will also look at the municipal ID program. Many people were not accessing services because they did not have proper identification. If I were to look at where I believe we could have done better, clearly homelessness. I believe we could have done a- better job with homelessness and finding effici- inefficiencies in our agencies. Cities are based on the success of agencies with two silos. We're hemorrhaging too much money, and I want to turn that Real. around. I would give him a B-plus um, at a, a, as a grade.
2: Now, B-plus, and notice notice Lou. They let him go on and on and on. They never cut him off. Like, hey, what's the, what's the letter grade? I went absolutely berserk on the stage, and notice how... All the reporters on the stage try to shut me down. Did B you say N- B plus?
0: We have a B plus N and F.
2: Thank That's you, That's social gentlemen. promotion at its worst. All right. thank you, you Mr. Slido. it has been a disaster, and you've been his Dave, partner. You've been his uh, team. Dave Evans, you have a disaster ex- in Brooklyn. Well, thank, in thank you, soccer. Mr. Slido. Now, it's all through the campaign. They were giving me a brisk, cutting me off. They let him talk on ad nauseum. And those words are going to come back, as they do every day, to haunt him. How does de Blasio go from a B plus? By the way... Recently, right before the dropping of the ball to welcome in the new year Times Square 2023, Eric Adams, uh, I guess, through another act of social promotion, gave himself a B-plus in his own first year. So that would suggest he was the equal to Bill de Blasio, uh, his predecessor. Now, all of a sudden, within a matter of what, 72 hours, that's gone south. Don't believe the hype. And then all of a sudden, uh, his number one sickle fan, and Lackey, our own Sid Rosenberg, oh, has he taken a dive for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan? He's uh, questioning him the other day on the morning show. You can listen to Sid Rosenberg and Friends, and his one fiend and foe, that'll be tomorrow. At 7.05 and on Mondays at 7.05. That's right. Tough nookies, Macedonian Phil and Lou. I know you don't want me, Justin Ellick. I know you don't want me on Monday mornings at 7.05 and Friday mornings at 7.05. And I'm the antidote to this nonsensical kissing of and swapping a spit between now Sid Rosenberg and his new bud, Eric Adams. Listen to him about immigration And the migrants that are being shipped by a Democratic governor from Colorado, now the Rocky Mountain State, into New York City. This was just two days ago.
1: We were notified yesterday that the governor of Colorado is now stating that they are going to be sending migrants to places like New York and Chicago. Uh, This is just unfair uh, for local governments to have to take on this national obligation. We've done our job. Uh, there's no more room at the end. There's no more room
2: at the end. Well, he didn't say that months ago when he was arm-in-arm arm with Santa Claus, Cardinal Dolan, who was welcoming in the illegal aliens. Andale, andale, underlay, from Venezuela, from Cuba, and now increasingly from Nicaragua, and assisting uh, Catholic charities in getting federal funds which has turned Catholic charities into a business and a racket for the Archdiocese and Cardinal Dolan, who plays Santa Claus with our money. Listen to what Eric Adams had to say then, because he opened up the floodgates. He basically said, hey, I'm your Papa Chulo. Hey, who's your daddy? I am Eric Adams. Come to Nueva York.
1: Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters uh, New York City. Uh, that is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do.
2: The end is closed now. The damage is already done. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Now he does another pivot and shift, the way he calls that, the old flip-flop. He calls himself the Biden of Brooklyn. He's got to get on the case of the president, who finally said yesterday that he may visit the border, maybe at the end of the month. That's number one. Number two, why isn't he attacking the schmuck Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, who recently at a press conference said, oh, the reason we need to have these uh, migrants pour across the border is that you, you New York residents, you're not procreating uh, enough. You're not fornicating and copulating enough. You're, You're using Jimmy Caps. You're using marital contraceptions. You're not having enough kids. So we need the illegals. No, no criticism there. And then what about the idea that was floated to your running partner, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, you were side-by-side side like Heckle and Jekyll? In fact, a junior senator of New York who said, she said, why not house them upstate New York? There's nobody left up there. You could roll the sage books through some of the towns where people have joined the exodus, south of the Mason-Dixon line, the Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Texas, Tennessee, and the number one state in which they're flooding into DeSantis land, Freedom Land, Florida. No, 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 no criticism there. So, Eric Adams, you opened up the floodgates. You said, hey, who's your Papa Chulo? Who's your daddy? And now you can't turn this bigot off. The illegals are going to keep coming, even from your friends, the Democratic mayor in El Paso and the Democratic mayor of Colorado. Welcome to Nueva Yorker. At the sucker New York City taxpayer's expense.
0: Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read.
2: No, do you remember this theme song? You do, of course. It is part of our generation. Macedonian Phil has no idea. These hipsters and millennials here have no idea. This was the theme for one of the most watched TV programs in the 60s. I remember every week, The Rat Patrol. That's right, The Rat Patrol. That was a television series that aired on ABC between 1966 and 68. And if you remember the show, follow the exploits of four Allied soldiers, three Americans, one Brit, who were part of a long-range desert patrol in the North African campaign during World War II. Their mission, to attack, harass, and wreak havoc on Field Marshal Rommel's pointed Africa Corps. But it's perfect here because I, Lou, have started... The Rat Patrol in the city of New York. As you know, yesterday was a big day. And let me recap for you. Because um, I had said that I would become the rat czar for the city of New York. This is one of the many, many problems that plagues the city. As Eric Adams continues into his second year as mayor of the city of New York. Number one, I decided that. If you're going to attack the rat problem, you have to attack it at the very place where the mayor owns a building uh, in Bed-Stuy on Lafayette Avenue. Back-to-back, belly-to-belly, he has been hit with summonses and violations by the same inspector, brave woman. Oh, man, she is defiant. And you can actually see when you're outside of the fourth floor uh, building that he owns there. In which uh, supposedly he claimed he lived in the basement, 425 square feet. Not maybe his son, but certainly not him. And it's comparable, if you notice. I live with uh, Nancy in a 325 square foot apartment on the Upper West Side with 16 rescue cats now. But I digress. So the point is, he's got clipped. He's got clipped twice. First time he got a series of summonses, and it's obvious. I, I just looking at the property yesterday, Lou. You can see there are some encroachments into the um, the base of the building where the rats have egress have have options to go in or out. Rats, mice, any rodents, and it has not been repaired. It's not the worst I've ever seen, but it's obviously a glaring fault. And credit to the um, inspector who has put her her career on the line. I mean, she's. She's now cited the mayor twice. First time the mayor decided, hey, I'm going to uh, fight this in court. And he used an attorney from corporation counsel, which, quite frankly, is illegal. He needs to be cited on that. Lou, I think I'll add that to uh, an addendum of my complaint to the Department of Investigation that I already filed before the beginning of the new year against Eric Adams. Uh, And with uh, Alvin Bragg's uh, Manhattan District Attorney, with the U.S. Attorney in the Eastern District and U.S. Attorney of the Southern District, you can't use Corporation Counsel, the city's attorneys, uh, to fight a personal battle in which you are going to contest a ticket because you haven't done uh, uh, rap abatement. So he goes in, he uses the Corporation Counsel attorney, and they dismiss it. Of course, he appoints all the judges. Of course they're going to dismiss it. While he's fighting the initial charges, the corporation council attorney, the inspector shows up again, this, again, this female, I'm not going to say her name because uh, she's got a target on her back right now. She revisits the site and she cites more encroachments by rats. And she cites that there are rat feces on the ground and, it's valid. If you look at the building, again, it's not the worst case uh, of rat uh, problems I've ever experienced, but it's it's obvious. And the mayor claims that he has spent $7,000 to shore up the building to make sure that it's rat-proof and mouse-proof. And remember, they haven't even gone inside. I can only tell you from my history That if you have rat problems on the outside, there's a very good chance you have rat problems on the inside. They have not been able to gain entrance. They weren't able to gain entrance into the building when the buildings department cited uh, the conversion of the basement apartment as an illegal conversion and wanted access. And the mayor objected. All right, I digress. So now he's facing $1,200 more in fines. And he says he's going to argue it, might even do it in person instead of just paying the fines and addressing the issue that a lot of property owners have to uh, deal with, whether it's commercial or residential property in the city, when the inspectors visit uh, your property and they see that rats are either on the outside or maybe the inside, especially restaurants, whenever you see Lou, that, that grade pending, you know, that grade on the window, grade pending. And you say, that's been up there for two years there's a pretty good chance it's because the initial wave of inspections indicated that there was the presence of rats or mice. Okay. So now he's flexing. He's getting all big and bad. He's going to fight it in court. He says uh, he's a Virgo. You know what that reminds me of Macedonian Phil? Uh, why don't you pull up that jam, Floaters? Float on. Remember the Floaters? Great song in which they were indicating what their... Their astrological sign was as they go to the bar, the gin mill, or the disco, and they're trying to hook up. You know, what's your sign? So Eric Adams says, I'm a Virgo. That means I'm meticulously clean. Well, that may well be. But he's an absentee landlord. So I would suggest just pay the fine and address uh, the situation because you are at fault. Look, I'm an expert dealing with rats. Uh, I've grown up dealing with four-legged rats since I was five years old in Canarsie And certainly two-legged rats, uh, because I am the biggest rat of all. I eat the Parmesan cheese, and I've ratted out a lot of members of organized crime. But put that aside. So yesterday I felt, hey, Lou, I want to do this guy a solid. I'm going to go there with my wife, Nancy, who is uh, an animal rescuer and runs feral cat colonies, like a lot of men and women do all throughout the five boroughs. They're nameless, faceless, They're dedicated volunteers, and they do that for love of animals and love of their city because when you have feral cats and they only live outdoors, they cannot live indoors, Uh, you provide them food, water, and a place to live, like a little plastic tub cut out so they can go in and out when there's really inclement weather like we recently experienced when it was sub-Arctic weather. Uh, And they, their mere presence will deter rats or mice or rodents from coming onto the property, right? That was the offer. And uh, this was the uh, mayor's response yesterday since uh, both I, Nancy, the guardian angel animal protection uh, van was outside. By the way, Lou, they had 20 cops. They had a deputy inspector. They had captains, lieutenants, sergeants. They had local cops, community affair cops, intel cops. I was like, hey. What am I, public enemy number one here? What the hell are all these cops here? When you opened up that legal weed shop off of Astor Place and Broadway, which I was at for the start at 420, you had no uniformed cops anywhere in the premises, anywhere around. You didn't have them in Washington Square Park. You didn't have them over on the Lower East Side, Tompkins Square Park. I know because I went to those places to see how the black market was operating right out in the open. No uniform cops. Yes, 20 cops. You would have thought that I was planning to bomb the building. But obviously not. It was there to help. Here's the mayor responding.
1: Well, first, Curtis, yes, I will take him up on his offer. You know, uh, if he says he would be my rat czar for free, uh, I'm going to call him, and I would like for him to come on board to do it.
2: That's good, right? Well, that's a good sign. He's accepting my offer to be the rat czar for the city of New York. They put out uh, an offering for a rat czar. They're going to pay him $170,000 benefits. I said no money. I I don't want any money. Uh, And I'll do this at night when the rats are out. They're out from 10 at night to 4 in the morning, as are the feral cats. They're both nocturnal. Uh, I roam around anyway. Everybody knows I'm up almost 24/7, 365. So I'll I'll be the PM rat star for nothing. And the mayor goes on.
1: Don't put it out there if you're not willing to uh, live up to. If you're going to write a check, make sure you can cash it.
2: Oh man, low blow. Just like in the debate when he claimed that I don't pay child support. Remember that little remember. Like, don't write out a check if you can't cash it. So, once again, under the radar screen, accusing me of not paying my child support, right? Uh, I don't ask you about your private uh, family uh, affairs, Eric Adams, but you're always throwing it out there. But, hey, hey, it's fair. I'm just interested in trying to get rid of the rats and the mice in the city or at least have detente with them.
1: So, yes, tell Curtis, come to be my rat czar, okay? And he's going to realize this is not a Tom and Jerry playful commercial here. This is real stuff. Yeah,
2: I, I know it's real stuff, Harry. <laughs> i am growing up in this city. <laughs> I, I deal with uh, rats all the time, two-legged rats. Four-legged rats. I'm the biggest two-legged rat at all. Take a chill pill, Eric. You're not an expert on everything in this city. Stop being obstinate. Stop being pretentious, thinking you know it all. You don't. I know more about rats than you do.
1: And so, yes, I look forward to him.
2: He looks forward to me. That's good. All right, then what?
1: Uh, Dawn, can we bring him on board? He could be part of our internship program, because I know he's probably be looking for a job since he lost the job that he was trying to get.
2: Welcome to an internship at City Hall. Even though I know more about dealing with rats and mice and probably anybody in his administration and this woman, Dawn, who I'll have to find out who exactly she is, what role does she play in the Adams administration, and that I probably need a job of. Uh, Lou, does he not realize that I'm on WABC seven days a week, almost 40 hours uh, a week? That's why WABC stands for Always Broadcasting Curtis. It's obvious he does not listen to his friend's show, his newfound friend, Sid Rosenberg, or oh, he'd know that because I'm on twice a week and they're all the promos. He listens to Charlemagne the God. That's his favorite morning show. But put that aside. I actually get paid more than Eric Adams for being the mayor. You say to yourself, "Why would you get paid for being uh, for for being on the radio?" I've been doing this for thirty-five years. I've achieved rating success and most importantly, advertising success. So, look, this is the private sector. I get paid more than Eric Adams does as mayor. And by the way, uh, I don't get paid in uh, uh, Bitcoin. Uh, I have nothing to do with the criminals of blockchain or promoting cryptocurrency Ponzi schemes like the mayor does. And then all of a sudden, here we go. Here we go. Come on. Let's let's do it one more time, please.
1: We have a hip-hop mayor. Oh,
2: no, 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 no. Oh, it's okay. It's okay, Louis. <laughs> I know he always reverts to being a hip-hop mayor. So I am uh, the uh, rat czar. I've uh, appointed myself. Now, what are my credentials, Um Macedonian Phil, who all of a sudden has vacated the uh, property because he's been told by Sid, don't ever sit in the studio when Curtis is casting aspersions against my very dear friend, my newfound friend, Eric Adams. I was the stickball commissioner for 20 years in the city of New York, appointed by Rudy Giuliani. No money, not even a Metro card. Uh, and then I continued on with Michael Bloomberg. One of the things that Comrade Bill de Blasio the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed the city that we loved in eight years. One of his initial uh, statements in a drug-induced psychosis as he was smoking the Maui, Wowie and Hindu Kush was, uh, I don't want a stickball commissioner. I don't care if this guy Curtis is doing it on his own dime, his own time. I don't want a stickball commissioner. I was there for 20 years, so it's more serious, obviously. The rat situation, we begin our project on his block on Lafayette uh, Avenue today, we're getting into all the nitty-gritty details. We're studying the rat situation. We're studying the feral cat situation. We're meeting with the neighbors. And the most important thing, Lou, we're cleaning the block The block up. The mayor's block is a mess. There's garbage everywhere. It needs a good sweep, a good hose down, and it needs to be kept that way because that's what will help keep the rats and the mice at bay. I accept the appointment of Rat czar, even though it was done very sarcastically, with a lot of derision, and uh, in a demeaning way. I am on my Rat Patrol.
0: Spectacular! Now, here's the Sin Wrap Up. Boy!
2: Wow, ah, this is the theme of the show. Remember, it was number one? Two and a half men for a long, long time. Charlie Sheen, John Cryer, Angus T. Jones. Remember Two and a Half Men? That's what it sounded like earlier this morning on uh, Sid Rosenberg and Friends as he had on Bill O'Reilly. And again, he was trying to entice him to have a meal and go to a net net game with Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan. Uh, Lou, I noticed there was no discussion about the dinner that was supposed to take place with Rudy Giuliani, was there? No, of course not. By the way, update, Uh, the Guardian Angel crew is on the mayor's block at Lafayette Avenue, and they are cleaning it up, giving it a deep clean, because a lot of the residents said, Curtis, thank you for the feral cats, but to be honest with you, the garbage is everywhere. They're cleaning up as we speak, and guess what, Lou? Upon their arrival, which was at 1230, the police took pictures of them cleaning up. What the hell are the cops doing there? We got a crime crisis going on. You say to yourself, please, are you out of your minds? You had 20 cops assigned yesterday when we conducted the press conference outside of the mayor's uh, building as an absentee landlord that he is. 20 cops. You had a deputy inspector. You had captains. You had lieutenants. You had sergeants. You had patrolmen. You had people from community affairs. You had people there from Intel. What the hell is this? You had nobody out there when you opened up the legal pot shop right off of eighth street and Broadway just the other week. Yeah, thousands of people there. Not one uniformed cop. Not a uniform cop over by Washington Square Park where they continue to sell illegally and over in the lower east side of Tompkins Square Park. Not one uniform. And today there are more cops. They're taking pictures of the Guardian Angels with brooms and rakes and sweeping up the block on Lafayette Avenue that the residents yesterday said, Curtis, thank you, but we need the block to be cleaned up first because uh, look at all the garbage, look at all the trash, and that's what they're doing now. And you would think that we were uh, red Chinese agents, right? They're taking our pictures, Louis, we speak nuts. But earlier today, it was Sid Rosenberg once again trying for uh, a sit-down with Eric Adams Not uh, Mayor Giuliani. Obviously, he failed in that attempt. But with Bill O'Reilly.
0: To the mayor, you give him my best when when you see him. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you agree to do this next time, because we we meet about once every two weeks now for dinner, how about you come and then we go to a Nick game together? How does that sound? All right. That sounds good. All right. Um, I don't know if the mayor is going to want to dine with me, but I'll be happy. To sup with him. Okay, done deal. Me, Adams, and O'Reilly over the next couple of weeks. Then a nick game afterwards.
2: What happened? Lou, didn't anybody mention to him, like, what happened to the sit-down you swore that would take place with Rudy and you and Eric Adams? Well, he went on.
0: He went to a really good restaurant last night. I'm not going to say what it is because the mayor goes there often.
2: Yeah, he goes there often. It's owned by his crooked friends, the Petrocians who are convicted felons, that's West 52nd Street, right in the theater district. First of all, the food sucks. It totally sucks. Do not go there. And all you'll be doing is supporting these crooks who ought to be back in jail. Very best friends, uh, buddies for life. Of Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan. So let's, well, let's see. It's owned by Robert and Zan, Johnny, Pretty Boy, Petrosian. Okay. So that's strike one, Sid. Let me hear the rest.
0: It was really good. I had a. I must tell you, I had a great rainbow trout. And I never felt more old and Jewish than sitting in a restaurant in Manhattan ordering rainbow trout. But Adams doesn't really eat meat. And Danielle's yelling "Got me a dinner, you know, you've had chicken and steak a hundred times this week. Eat some, get some fish. And Adams is like, she's right, you know. So I went with the rainbow trout, and I felt old.
2: I uh, remember, remember the days when Eric Adams pretended he was a full-fledged vegan, and then they cold busted him at Rayo's ordering uh, fish with his salad, and then he had to cop the plea and say, I'm a vegetarian. All right, all right, continue.
0: Number one, where did
2: you have dinner with Adams?
0: Uh, I don't want to say because he goes there about four times a week, so I'll text it to you. All right, so he picked up the tab, I assume, right? What's that? <laughs> he picked up the tab. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I can tell I you this. It. Okay. It, listen, it was me, the mayor, Danielle, and Gabriel, the four of us okay. having dinner.
2: Hey, what do I say, Lou? Didn't he say the next time they were going to have a sit-down, Eric Adams would have his boo Tracy with him, that he shares that apartment, 22H, in uh, Fort Lee with. I guess she was busy. Well, that's his beard. Number two, I don't understand why Sid can't say he was at Osteria La Baye, owned by his two crooked friends, Eric Adams' friends, and that Eric Adams never pays for food there now. If a cop did that, and Eric Adams says for 22 years I was a cop, you would get fired. You get kicked out of the department. You cannot associate with um, convicted felons. But all of a sudden, Sid is in that. Do we have anything else? Anything else, please? Oh, that's it? All right, nothing else that Sid would permit to be aired. You don't want to miss it. Tomorrow morning when I confront Sid, as I do every Friday at 7.05 and then Monday at 7.05, I'm going to ask him... Hey, did the mayor ask you afterwards, Sid, by yourself, not with your wife or your son, to come on up to the Trump World Towers pad of his very dear pal, Johnny Sweet Cheeks Petrosian? What the hell is he going up there? Why is that a crash pad for Eric Adams when, in fact, he's got all of Gracie Mansion? To be continued tomorrow. 705, exclusively me and Sid Rosenberg on WABC.